0: Hello, this is Pastor Anthony, and uh, this is Bringing It Home. Um, This is a new form of communication that you're going to start seeing from Portland Pentecostals. And so I just want to give you a little context to it. I won't do an explanation every time, but um, it's my heartbeat to uh, have something that's maybe a little bit more informal in the way that I talk um, that just kind of, allows me an avenue to express what's on my heart and on my mind that many times will be somewhat related to what's been being preached in the last uh, few weeks at a Portland Pentecostals because I think it's important for us to uh, to reflect on what is taught and preached um, and actually ap- apply it to our lives. So that's why I call it bringing it home. And so um, that's what I'm I'm doing at this time is just starting that and so today um, it's just really been on my mind Pastor Hanson's been uh, really he preached on it the beginning of the year and he's teaching on it currently on the sovereignty of God and so I was just thinking about that um, and it's been on my heart to kind of just talk about that a little bit Um, it's kind of interesting to me that um, we're all born pretty selfish I know that I am and so you know when I think of selfishness naturally I think of like trying to to hoard to myself and not share but uh, selfishness kind of goes a lot deeper than that and um, many times has to do with it just being about us making life about us when it's not really supposed to be about us Um, and There's a fine line there because we are important to God and we are a part of the whole thing. But I guess when I think about it, I think it's important to come back to the reality that this is His story. You know, I've heard it and it can be cliche, but it's true. You know, history is His story, it's the story of God's story. And so we're important to it and we're a part of that story of God, but it's really not about us. And um, when we can come to rest with that, then things can start to have purpose in our life and we can, you know, we can become what we're supposed to become. But when I don't have that aligned, you know, if I don't grasp that understanding and embrace it that God, it's you that this world is about, creation's about you, and that means that I'm about you, then, um, then I really struggle because situations that I face in my life, if they don't line up with what I want to see happen, or they make me uncomfortable, or there's bumps in the road, it's really um, impactful in my life in a way that I may even push against what's going on in my life and have that natural reaction to try to control situations that I honestly can't control. Um, And it brings a lot of anxiety to my life. But um, when it's about us, then my ways are what matter it's the priority is what I want and what what I want to see accomplished but that that struggle will boil over in my life if I if I let it Um, and so I I thought it was interesting that as I was actually just sitting here trying to get ready to talk that it clicked in me in a way that I, I I think I've understood for a while, but it just resonated in the moment that, you know, Jesus calls us to a new life, that unless we're born again, we can't see the kingdom of God. Why is that? That's because, you know, you look at the word of God, you listen to the teaching of the word of God and what Jesus said, his kingdom is upside down from what we are as humanity and so the only way in is through being born again of course i know also the deadness of our spirit without that new birth but also i have to have a transformation that happens in my life that's why you know jesus said you've got to lose your life if you're going to find it is because As long as I am trying to preserve what I know as being important and what I feel as being important, then I'm at odds with God's kingdom. And then all the situations in my life are an affront to my life if it's negative, if it's a struggle, it's a a threat to me. And um, that's really not the will of God. But His will is that I become aligned with him to where, yeah, there's struggles, but the struggles don't threaten my life and don't threaten my peace because I recognize that his ways are better than mine. Um, you know, Jesus said in another way, you know, that unless a corn of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. And so, the truth is is until we can come into a place of dying out to our plans and our will, we are going to be frustrated with life because the big picture of God's plan is not about us. It involves us, but it's not about me. And so God will do things in his kingdom that really, you know, frustrate me, if I'm honest. He'll ask of me things that don't make sense. Things will, plans will be messed up. And I'll be at odds with God over that or frustrated with God over it unless I embrace the real truth of what it means to lose my life so that I can find it, and to be born again, to be born new. Because um, the truth is is that I think that when, when I'm thinking about trying to serve Jesus and I don't embrace that sovereignty of God, um, the truth is I, in the same breath I'm not embracing the reality of the new birth. And so I am somehow lying to myself that, that, um, that I know best and I have a plan, but the truth is when I'm born again the Bible talks about being a new creature and old things being passed away and all things becoming new and that is not just my sin as in actual acts of sin, but that's Sin at the very, like, broadest definition, and that's the parts of me that are at odds with God, are being taken out of the way and replaced with God's plans for my life and his design for my life. And so, with that being said, when I'm born new, I've got a new identity. I have new values that God puts into me. The values of his kingdom become priority in my life. Um, My priorities themselves change. Um, My desires are changing. And ultimately, my destination changes, that it's not destruction, it's not hell, but it's life eternal. It's heaven, it's relationship with Jesus. And so all of that comes through the new birth, but uh, it's so deep in its application to our lives if we'll let it because that means you know when when the things that i can't control which is most things um, are going against the grain of what i want i have to be willing to step back and not just Do the gut reaction of being upset about it or trying to change it, but actually bring that frustration and bring it to the priority of the kingdom and say, God, am I feeling this way because um, because it's not the situation showing something that's not in alignment with you that's outside of me or honestly is it because there's something inside of me that hasn't quite been addressed yet and now you're using what's going on to address what's going on in me? Because the truth is, is God wants to do that. God wants to address the inner man. And um, so I've got to let, like, you know, when I, my finances are, are not under my control, Or I feel they're vulnerable. Um, I got a responsibility to take care of my family. And so I'm not going to just ignore it. But I do need to bring it back to center to say, God, am I making things a priority that are straining my finances that aren't your priorities that I need to change? Or maybe you're just, taking me through this journey and am I really just finding my security in my own financial security rather than the security that you promise—that that is outside the realm of my bank account and outside the realm of my job situation um, you know when when uh, you know there's a struggle in my family and The relationship is strained. Am I anxious about it uh, just because I'm concerned about the other individual? Or am I more anxious about it because this is all about me and they threaten me or they make me feel less than or whatever? And if so, then maybe I need to revisit where I'm getting my identity. That doesn't mean that there's not a bigger picture that god's dealing with because that is what's so amazing is that even though he's dealing with me big broad picture he's dealing with others in the same situation but the question is am i resting in the truth that god this world is about you and your kingdom is about you it's not about my ministry it's not about my influence. It's about what are you trying to do? And, and so if I'll take that step back, then I can find peace as I reevaluate continually and say, God, whatever you're doing, do in me so that your story is reflected through me, so that your redemption story is reflected through me because the things that aren't right in me that are coming to the surface because of the situations I'm facing I'm going to let you clean it out of me I'm going to let you change my perspective and that might take some sitting down with somebody and really getting to the root of it in your life and praying about it Um, it might take some effort to get to the bottom of that, but realizing that, God, it's not about me. It's about you and your plans and your kingdom. And, and I can be comfortable that, that you have my best in mind, but my best is not necessarily the best that I would measure. It's your best for me. It's the best according to your kingdom's values. And um, so that's just something to think about today, you know, with um, the reality that probably a good amount of you are as human as me to be facing things in your life right now that you don't have control over and they're maybe not going the way you expected or wanted. And to be able to take that step back and say, God, even if this is an intimate situation that is specific to me it's really not just about me but i i traded my kingdom for your kingdom my life for your life and so with that in mind jesus show me how to measure things properly and how to leave in your hands things that are just a part of your process and respond not from the values of what is best for what I would value as best But what is best According to your kingdom's plan And your values So that's just uh, a little bit of food For thought today um, Thanks for listening And um, I hope that this Blesses you as I go through this I'm not looking to, to Necessarily bring new Content that you've never heard Maybe a new perspective I hope But I'm not trying to be theologically, um, you know, astute to where people are impressed. But my heart is just to maybe in the way I talk, even help you to start thinking in those veins of thought. So that when the Word of God is preached in the pulpit, when you read it alone, that you allow it to like marinate and kind of. Distilled down into something that really affects your life And um, so I think that's very important In the way that we uh, walk as disciples of Jesus Is really like not just having a theological understanding But God how has this got a, something to do with my life changing My values changing What's important to me changing um, With that God bless you and Take care.